What's up, everybody? I am your host, kinda, this week. I am Zetch Keenan. I will be hosting this episode of the Super Gamer Boys, episode 86. And with me is the ever-lovable. I'm gonna introduce you as that again, because this is our second time, second attempt, making this right. The JJ Purdom. How's it going, my friend? I'm doing fairly well. Hello, yeah. As Air Keenan, yeah. So, guten talk to you and where you are. I am currently in an uh, undisclosed location. As last week, I'm having a hard time with the internet getting cut off several times. So, let's hope this week that that doesn't happen. That's just great to see you this week. Of course, we're not being uh, we're not being joined by the guy who normally, uh, you know, what is he, captain the ship or whatever it is that he. That he oh my gosh, I just. Yeah, yeah, I just did the thing that he does with the hands where it didn't make any sense. Why are my hands up? Why, you know, I'm just doing my things with my hands. So uh, don't tell him about that. He doesn't watch the show ever anyway. So uh, we're actually in a unique position where you and I, Zach, are doing the show this week without uh, Captain Morlang because he is currently almost about to have a baby, we think. He, he ran to the hospital. Of course, his wife is there as well. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of needed for this thing, his beautiful wife, Trudy. Uh, I did offer to save him 8500 bucks by coming and doing it myself at the uh, at the apartment. Um, then it got kind of weird, and he actually hung up on me. I was like, <laughs> whatever. Maybe you misunderstood my offer, but I was trying to save him money. You know, I'm a conservative man. I'm always all about saving the Benjamins, yeah. you know? You got to be frugal, you know? That's so. my point. He's, you know, they got a second kid on the way. Why not try to save some money? And I could do it with, a, you know, some hot water and some fruit roll-ups. And of course, the fruit roll-ups are just to, you know, keep my, my blood sugar up while we're doing because it. it could be a long process. I'm just saying. I heard it can go for a while. Like, you know, like yeah. So one thing you did on, on previous uh, podcasts that you and I had to do alone that was fantastic. I love that you right at the top of the show said, hey, here's some things we're going to talk about later. I'd love it if you could maybe just kind of hit some of those points so we let people know that later on we actually are going to do some work talking about video game news. Yes. So this week we got a full slate coming at you. Let's get into some uh, housekeeping items real quick as, as uh, Garrett calls it so first up right off the top patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can go to support us and everything that we do uh, if you like the show give us a buck a month give us a buck a month and we promise to give it back in the form of giveaways and awesome sweet merch so yeah once again that's patreon.com slash supergamerboys we will talk more about that later on and how you can uh, support us there in different uh, tiers different methods um, I want to give a quick shout out to our patreon producer Adrian Holmes. Adrian, my homeboy. Holmes, even though I've never talked to you in person. I appreciate you, man. You're a good dude. And uh, yep. our other Patreon sponsors, uh, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brett Fox, and Daniel James. And Yeah, I love every one of those guys. I just want, and, and Grammy, and I just want to curl into like a giant bed with all of them and cuddle and then like eat cookies. But mostly I just want to eat cookies. Yeah. That we will have to discuss that as being a tier. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. all get into bed with me and we can eat cookies. That's for $2 a month. <laughs> you know what? That's a great tier. How about $2 a month? I come to your house and I eat cookies in your bed. Guaranteed there's going to be crumbs. And nothing's got to get weird. I'll keep my pants on. Although I'm a shirtless kind of guy. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. I've got a hairy back, Seth, and sometimes you just got to let it fly. You know? You know... 
it's all about love, man. You got to love yourself, you know. Body, you know, it's yeah. You got to love the skin you're in, and if other people can't, handle yeah, it, that's what they say. You know, they can't handle it. Um, right, that's what they say. Follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on the YouTube, and follow us on our Discord uh, at uh, supergamerboys.com slash Discord slash YouTube slash store if you want to get some merch. Um, and of course, Twitter uh, super, at supergamerboys. Um, the Discord channel, I gotta say, that was probably one of the best ideas we've ever had. We've got a pretty cool community yeah. in there. I love talking with all. That the, was my all idea. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if Gary ever told you, but that that was my idea. I actually came up with that. You I had the idea for Discord. Wow. Yeah, and I created I created Discord. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. Don't, I'd rather you not 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 Google that. You know, it's like a we're keeping it on the DL. But yeah, no, I made I made that. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. I'll have to rub that yeah. in Garrett's face. Be like, hey, oh, yeah, you have really good definitely. ideas. Remember Discord? My Discord. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, but yeah, man. So it's been a pretty busy, pretty busy month, pretty busy week. <sighs> Got how, how, how have you been from this week to this week? So every every week lately seems to be incredibly busy. I'm I'm going through some stuff uh, with just life being really really full, man. I I don't have I don't have a whole lot of free time, unfortunately. And I'm gonna uh, spoiler alert for a little later on in the what you plan category. I didn't play anything this week, man. Did you life has just that? gotten away big time. I definitely did. Um, I had a I had a really great day yesterday, hanging out with my son, and uh, forced him to cuddle on the couch and watch uh, Spaceballs. And uh, <laughs> and and uh, honestly, he he told me, Dad, the graphics are gonna suck. It's from the '80s. It's gonna be no good. He watched. Within the first 20, 30 minutes, I've never seen that boy laugh harder and love something so much. And I was like, see, I'm not as dumb as I look. <laughs> and then he literally, when I said that, he looked right at me and said, not cool. I look like you. You know, and I'm like, I wasn't calling you dumb. Then there was like a whole conversation. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I've never watched Spaceballs. It's been on my list. Uh, I think the only, that was a... Uh... That that's a Mel Brooks, isn't it? It's Mel Brooks, yeah. See, I've never, I haven't watched yeah, Spaceballs, and I haven't watched uh, Blazing Saddles. The only Mel Brooks I've ever watched was um, oh, uh, freaking Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein, that yeah, one? that's a beautiful movie. That's one of my other yeah, movies. it's one of the best movies ever. Yeah, I love that movie. But uh, yeah, all, all of his movies are, are a lot of fun. But Spaceballs uh, is obviously a ripoff of Star Wars, uh, and it came out in '87. And it's hilarious. It's got Bill Pullman and John Candy in it. Mel Brooks, of course. Lots of cameos. Lots of people in the movie. But uh, John Candy, of course, one of my favorite actors. Uh, I have this whole, he looks like me, you know, super good looking, uh, chiseled. Exactly. Or maybe just maybe just fat. You know, so like I resonate with, with fat people. I don't know why. I prefer the term lovable, you know. That's lovable is a very good way. Is that why you always refer to me as lovable? Is that like a nice way of saying... Saying fat? No. It's mean okay. Mean I can, easy okay, I saw your eye. I saw your eye twitch. Uh, you got that's your tell. You can never gamble because no. you're. <laughs> no. 
What about you? How has this week been for you, Zetch? Okay, so I had some time to play a couple of the, uh, play a little bit, um, which we'll get into in the what you playing. It's mostly mostly goes to Shishima, but I was able to play some other stuff too. But I do want to shout out to uh, Umbrella Academy season two on Netflix. Oh mm. my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's so good. Anybody that so it, the original comic graphic novel is written by um, oh it is a comic series. Original uh, comics written by um, Jared Way, lead singer for My Chemical Romance, which is Garrett's like all time favorite band. Yes. And it was. Uh, hey, just so you know, it's not that's not actually his favorite. He doesn't like to tell people, but since he's not here to you know beat me up or whatever, he's a huge Nickelback fan. Huge Nickelback. He strikes me yeah. as a type. Like the silent Nickelback. Oh, he loves them. Who doesn't love them? Who doesn't love Nickelback? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can hate on them all you want. Go ahead and hate on them. They deserve all the hate. But you know in the back yeah. of your mind, you're thinking, I've been down. I've been down. Oh, yeah. You know? No, you're singing along. You're singing along for sure. Yeah. But like, I just think he takes it to a whole new level because he's got all the posters in his bedroom wall like he's a 13-year-old girl. So that's, I mean, that's where I draw the line. I only have one of their posters. Only one. So, you know, I'm just saying. Oh, only, only one, yeah. Well, that's great, JJ. Way to go. Way no, to you know what? <laughs> I'm wrong. It's true. It's true. I, I'm totally wrong. I lied right there. But nonetheless, Umbrella Academy. Oh, my gosh. You got to check it out. Have you watched Umbrella Academy? Yeah, then... I have never seen it. I have it in my queue to be able to watch. I haven't watched season one, but I have a friend that hit me up this week and was like, watch this. So could I watch season two without watching season no, one? You need to watch season okay. one. 100%. Okay. Yeah, if you're mm-hmm. going to, yeah, you, you're not going to appreciate season two until you get through season one. There's, yeah, seasons are short, like 10 episodes. 10 episodes a season. Okay. So super easy, super bingeable, 45 minutes to 50 minutes an episode, maybe an hour. Um, excellent character but Klaus has got to be one of the best written characters probably in the last five years that guy's amazing he's like a, if Johnny Depp had superheroes or had superpowers <laughs> or not Johnny Depp uh, Captain Jack Sparrow sorry they're synonymous you know? yeah Johnny Depp. I've Jack actually Sparrow. been I've, a lot of people called me like the Johnny Depp of my town you know like I don't I I'm not sure if that's because of the drug habits. No, from where but, you live, uh, I can the see drinking. It. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of toothless people with a lot of meth issues in this area. So for the fact that I have all of my teeth, despite them being uh, not organic and real, but I still have a pair in my mouth. So I mean, technically, I'm like above board and you right now. You know what I mean? So that's also I can't. Yeah, for the most part, I do dominate the conversation, but I can hold one. You hold it. You, know? you hold it really well. Hold it yeah. really firmly. Yeah. You know? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Despite having carpal tunnel in both hands, and I still able to do that. It's impressive. And our, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, but anyway, enough small talk. All I gotta say is watch baseballs and definitely give season two of Umbrella Academy a shot because I I gotta get through it before the second season of The Boys comes out. Like that's my that's my goal right now. Like, mm-hmm. Go check them out. Which means it's time. Take it away, JJ. It's time for what? Tell me. It's time for the nerdy news. News. Wait, I like this. I like this. That's right. So that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the nerdy news. It is time <laughs> for the nerdy news because the news 
is what we're going to talk about right now. First of all, this is probably the biggest piece of news we got dropped on us over the last week. Um, that and the whole PlayStation accessories thing I saw this morning. Um, but this is Battletoads, the classic IP from literally 26 years ago. is finally making a comeback on Xbox, <laughs> Windows 10, Xbox Game Pass, and surprisingly, Steam. So... It's a uh, lot. It looks a lot different than classic Battletoads. It looks mm-hmm. more uh, accessible. If anybody remembers Battletoads, yeah. that game was darn near impossible. Like I, yeah, I don't. One of the hardest games of all time. Oh my gosh! Like it was so hard. It wasn't for me. My my gaming style. It's it was like you people gamers these days. They talk about how hard Dark Souls is or how Bloodborne is. That's mm-hmm. got nothing on Battletoads, man. Nothing on Battletoads. So, um, but yeah, let me go and read this quick little summary real quick. So, um, this is from Xbox or Xbox News. So this is directly from Xbox's press release uh, site. It's been quite a while, 26 years in fact, but at long last, the Battletoads are ready to morph, leap, and smash their way back into the limelight for an all-new adventure helmed by Dalala Studios and supported by series creator Rare a partnership first teased during the Xbox E3 2018 briefing. The Toads have kept in shape by making cameos in titles like Killer Instinct and Shovel Knight while reliving past glories via Rare Replay. But this marks the first time since the 90s that their returning has undisputed stars of their own game. Whether this is your first time encountering the Warty Warriors or you consider yourself a Battletoads veteran, you won't have long to wait until the trio burst back onto the scene. We're announcing today that Battletoads will be available on August 20th for Xbox Game Pass members to download and play on Xbox One and Windows 10, and will also be available to buy on Xbox One, Windows 10, and Steam the same day. Uh, Game Pass pre-installation on console or PC will be available as soon, or will be will be available soon. It's actually available now. I actually already have mine pre-installed on my computer, um, so you're ready to play on. Play on day one, search for Battletoads on your Xbox or the Xbox app for PC beta, or download the Xbox Game Pass mobile app for Apple, blah, 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 blah. And so it just goes on to kind of describe the game um, and stuff like that. I watched the trailer for it. It looks like a conglomerate of a lot of different game um, types. Like there's like this, it's like a classic brawler style where you're kind of doing like a River City Ransom, you know, beating people's up, Final Fight style. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then there's like this uh, weird little like Galactica or uh, is it Galactica or Galaga where you're like the ship Galaga yeah Galaga you know you're just like shooting things yeah. you know and then there's like another version where you're like in like a little go-kart like classic yeah. Mario Kart style going down a little like a Mario Kart rail trying to dodge stuff yeah the idea is throwing everything at it and seeing what sticks it's like there are so many different uh you know ways to play and uh, different aspects of gameplay that's being thrown i think there's definitely an audience for battletoads being a kid from the 90s not having been born in the 90s but being a kid who grew up in the 90s um Battletoads was always seen from my generation as a cheap ripoff of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But if you played the game, you ended up loving it. But when you first saw it, you're like, oh, what are these? They're like knockoff turtles. <laughs> They're not. It stands out. It's just, it's an incredibly, and the Turtles games were so fun. I personally never liked the Battletoad games. They were way too hard for me. 
I I just couldn't I couldn't get very far in them. And when it's too hard, it's not fun. So hopefully this is not as hard as as those games were. Um, but I have a feeling that if they made it too easy, there'd probably be people that were pissed at that. You know, um, you can't you can't serve every master. It's true. I kind of hoping that what they end up doing is a like almost like a classic Battletoads mode where it is super impossible, and then they have mm-hmm. a more casual mode for the gamers like me. They just want to enjoy a game with their kids. Because <laughs> I don't know if you had a chance to look at the art style at all, but it looks a lot like Rayman. Like the oh, new, yeah. The new Rayman game. Um, mm-hmm. Like that really cartoony, cel-shaded, just fun Saturday morning cartoon style. Even Which is great. Even dialogue. Like it's very, mm-hmm. yeah, very Pixar. Or not Pixar. Mm-hmm. Animaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a great that's a great style to go with as far as like uh, an art style. I like that a lot. Um, I actually love Rayman. That's a, that's one of those kind of games that that me and the boy will end up playing together. A great updated version of a platformer. So if there's any aspect like that and it's got the kind of color, I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen the the preview to it. I just I read a little bit of the article, but I haven't I haven't seen any footage. Yeah, yeah, it's totally worth checking out if you guys want to go check out like a. It's a pretty fun pretty fun trailer. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all there is to it. it comes out at the end of the month i got i got mine preloaded i'll definitely be playing it just to check it out um i don't i yeah. i i will say i don't have i don't really have any affinity for the ip itself so like this being a thing i'm kind of like cool it honestly feels like it's a completely different game uh with the with just like the battle toads characters and mm-hmm. names slapped on it like it could have been anything so, mm-hmm. uh, the studio, I'll check them out. They really haven't published a whole lot, but they have collaborated with some other bigger studios on some other bigger games. But it is an Xbox studio, isn't it? I mean, it's this is directly coming from Xbox. This isn't something you're going to be able to play on the PlayStation platform. Right. This is exclusive to uh, Microsoft. Um, I'd, say, I'd say nowadays, it's safe to say that it's exclusive to Microsoft, not exclusive to Xbox, because it's coming to PC... Okay. And, PC as well, yeah. Yeah, and Steam. yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's definitely not coming to, to Nintendo Switch, and it's not coming to PlayStation. So, go uh, hold your breath on that. Not coming to Nintendo Switch with that art style and with some of the workings that Xbox and Switch have done together. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that, that that that's not something that ends up happening. Yeah, and the, you know the article doesn't call out that it's a timed exclusive at all. Um, mm-hmm. so it could definitely go either way. It could just be exclusive. It could just be timed. We don't really know. I could totally see them doing just that though, JJ. They could totally just end up putting it on the Switch. I mean, Ori and the Blind Forest yeah. on the Switch. Um, uh, Minecraft, which is a Mojang studio. That's also mm-hmm. on Xbox. That one's on the Switch. So yeah, there's, there, there, there's, there, there's hope for it to go there. And I kind of think it should go, it should go there. I feel like this type of game would do really well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to be playing it because if it's anything like the original, it's not for me. But, but if it does end up on the Switch, I'm sure that it's something that I would check out uh, for, for my son because as long as it's not a really, really hard game, I really love that, that kind of art, that kind of art style. And it seems to be with just where his age is at, that's the type of game that he's into. 
is stuff that is bright and that is vivid and that seems fun. But if it's really, really hard, I just don't, I see him being kind of like his old man. He's probably just going to throw the towel in and say like, I'm done. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I put in my two or three hours. I'm good. Yeah. That's kind of what I think too. I'm ho- yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, I haven't really seen anybody's, any other, any other, uh, feedback or hot takes on it. So, um, so we'll see. I'm excited for it, I guess. More like interested for it, not excited. Put it that way. But uh, yeah, uh, moving on. Well, I'd like to see. Oh, go ahead. I'd like to see that one come to. I'm sorry, I just wanted to add real quick. I'd love to see that thing come to Switch, just so it could be one more game that Garrett doesn't finish. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just because like, uh, he's not here to say it. You were you were probably already thinking it. He's kind of like a fake gamer because he never finishes anything. I mean, he finished like one or two games. I can't. But and he and he did. What was that? I can't judge him. I do the same thing. My uh... no, you know, it's, I laugh because I'm the worst at that. I'm actually the worst at that. And and he gets so bitter and upset with me, calling him a fake gamer. And like, I think he knows I'm the worst at that. That I I love starting stuff and never finish. You know. Hey, I rage quit God of War and never went back. Oh, you know, and I love I love God of War. Oh man. I got I got stuck in one spot and like I'm I'm saying it online. I'm telling you guys on the show. I admit it. It it What's that? Did you drop the difficulty? Well, I think I had it on, on low. I don't really know. So I, I didn't go and play it for a very long time. I loaned it to my nephew, and then I got it back, and I was excited. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get back in. It got a war. The game is so amazing and beautiful and fun. And I got into a position where I'm having to throw the axe. Uh, I'm with the boy. We're setting the light prisms into uh, into like little docks or whatever, and then throwing the axe at these uh, these growths. And they disappear and open up the path, but you have to like hit three of them all in a row kind of thing. And I could not get in the right position to hit all three. And I just, I spent forever. And when I say forever, it was me coming back to the game days later and hitting it again and going, man, I just gave up a half hour trying to, and I, I'm trying, I looked online and I tried to cheat and stand in the right position and I just couldn't do it. I don't, I don't know why. So, and you know what? My nine-year-old would probably get in there, do it, and have it done in three seconds, and I, and then I probably want to kill myself. Like it's, it's kind of how that works. Well, that's fine. You know, I I live by a philosophy. Okay, when it comes to games, particularly, uh, if you're not having fun with the game, stop playing it. <laughs> it's a game. Yeah. <laughs> like move on. Right. Yeah. Like don't waste your time on something that's literally a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's good. Uh, hopefully, Battletoads won't be too much of a waste. Um, so we'll see. That studio is—they've—they've they've collaborated with Rare on a few other bigger projects. They collaborated with them on Sea of Thieves and The Escapists. Um, they haven't really published anything noteworthy themselves. So this will be their first um, big, bigger main title that they're—that they're going out with. So. We'll see if it, if it does well for them. Then hey, props to the studio. Hope it. Hope they. You know, best of luck. So I really hope it's successful, and we'll see more from them depending on how how well it goes. So, um, also coming at you, also from Microsoft, um, we got Halo Infinite multiplayer uh, has been announced to be free to play um, at launch. 
So it's going to be running at 4K at 120 FPS. Um, this is from The Verge, uh, written by Tom Warren. Uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer mode will be a free to play. Will be free to play and support up to 120 FPS. Microsoft has announced. The news comes after a leak from the Smith's Toys Superstore, which briefly posted details Google Cash about Halo Infinite multiplayer on a promotional page this week. Before quickly removing them once the internet discovered the references. The legendary Halo series returns with the most expansive Master Chief campaign yet and a groundbreaking free to play multiplayer experience. Red listing. Enjoy up to 120 FPS and greatly reduce load times, creating seamless gameplay with the Xbox Series X. Clobril, uh, Xbox leaker who accurately revealed previous Halo Infinity Tales, um, backed up the claims that the multiplayer mode will be free to play. The leaker also claims the arena mode will aim at 120 FPS, blah, blah, blah. Basically, all the stuff we already know. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. So, like... Uh, I don't know if this JJ. Are you are you surprised? No, no I, I wouldn't say surprised. I'm ecstatic. I think that Xbox is genius. This was the smartest thing they could have possibly done. That that multiplayer mode is so popular. That's what everybody goes for, on, and it, it's just brilliant. So you, look, they they have a game that is their big marquee title yeah. that's coming out. Halo Infinite. This is the one they've been pushing for years. This is the 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 series that everybody loves so much, and they're they're saying, hey, the multiplayer that we can make a whole lot of money on, um, we're just going to give that to everybody for free. That's brilliant at launch. Like I mean, I cannot tell you. Like as soon as I heard that, I thought, like man, everything we said about Xbox last week, totally stands true. Like they are going in a totally different direction from how PlayStation is, and and again, this isn't me saying like, "Yay, Xbox!" I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon, no. but it's just me going like, "Hey, honestly, honestly, bravo, yeah. bravo!" Because they're going a different direction, and something like that is absolutely smart. And I mean, that's that's really genius of them to to give away something like that right out the gate to get people's foot in the door. Yeah, you got to give props for props are due. I think that this is it's good. the article also goes on to mention that there's going to that there's possibly a battle pass going to be associated with it. Um, and if there Ooh. is, then that will be equally as interesting because that will give them a chance to kind of, you know, have like microtransactions and things like that. So Yeah, they'll make some money. That's the whole point. I yeah, can't... which is fine, you know. It's it's definitely fine. I mean, I got no, you know, I take no umbrage with that. But I think my thing is, is that like, what kind of multiplayer is this going to be? Is this going to be all the multiplayer? Because like, Halo is mostly known for its its Slayer mode, Slayer, CTF, King of the Hill. Like those are kind of like your your key staples in Halo multiplayer. Um, if they're gonna try to turn this into another battle royale mode, I am going to. <laughs> Like, yeah, don't, don't think, don't think Fortnite. Yeah, this isn't like everything. Every I feel like every multiplayer game that comes out nowadays has to have a BR mode. Uh, Call of Duty is probably the last one to come out with a with a successful BR after Fortnite. Um, you've had a few. You've had you had Apex Legends, uh, which I feel like you know had its time. Uh, he definitely doesn't get as much. Uh, it's not nearly. It's not nearly as popular as Warzone or Fortnite is, but it's definitely one to be 
you know, talked about in the mix. But I don't think I don't see Halo becoming the next BR. You know, like I, I don't see that. So I really hope that's not what their plan is. Interesting that you said that about about Apex. Apex, from from my vantage point, Apex Legends kind of goes through like kind of a roller coaster of popularity, where it it just it kind of peaks and valleys, where it goes up for a little while and it seems like everybody's really into it. And I don't know if that's when new content is coming out or new seasons. I, I can't. I can't say off the top of my head if it's a, if it's when the seasons come out, it seems to get all popular all of a sudden. It's seemingly going through a resurgence with uh, kids my son's age starting to kind of want to play that. Like a lot of his buddies are all like into that right now all of a sudden. I don't know, maybe they just found it. And uh, then it's the, the hot new thing that they, can, that they can play. But it seems to kind of go up and down. Whereas Fortnite, Fortnite having, having a kid who plays Fortnite and who sees other children his age playing it, Fortnite seems to finally be waning in popularity right now. And I, I don't know why that is, but a lot of kids that, that have loved Fortnite for the longest time are starting to fall out of love with Fortnite and are starting to lean into playing things like Minecraft again, which hey, I'm all for. <laughs> no, no microtransactions. It's exactly, I love it. I love it for that reason, because it seems like there's productivity going on and there's thought you know it's not just mindless running around and building walls and, and killing and stuff like that so you know i, I hope that there's no battle royale uh aspect to halo infinite but kudos to microsoft for, for doing that because honestly it's going to get a lot of people's eyes on it and they'll probably end up selling a good amount of games based on it too yeah you know and uh, what was it you said uh what, what was the fps was it 60 fps 120 120 which so you remember john shabika we had him on the podcast like a few months ago yeah yeah remember john i was i was talking to him the other day and we were talking about halo because obviously if anyone could have surmised from that episode is him and i are major xbox fans and major halo fans at that right so one thing that stuck out to both of us was the fact that like why is xbox spending so much graphical power on making it 120 fps when the eye can't even really pick up anything past 60. so from a technical gaming like fps multiplayer uh, uh i just lost my train of thought science we'll leave it at that okay i'll make myself sound a little smarter than i actually am the science <laughs> uh <laughs> they if you miss a frame, like the, basically the more frames that are in FPS is more probability that you're going to hit your target when you when you hit him because he's not going to be out of frame when you go to shoot. You know, there's that split secondness that counts, and so the more frames you have added into that second, the more chance that there is of you actually hitting that target. So that's the only reason I can see it. But at the end of the day, this is a. I mean, if you're playing it on PC, that's one thing. But if you're playing it on console, that's another. Like, there's no thumbs in the world that can keep up with anything past. 60 fps so i would personally i'd much rather have them spend that graphical power and it's making the game look better than mm. than dumping it into like more frames like i don't understand that like just put put more on the screen detail it out more make it better don't 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 spend the extra 
Yeah, uh, I couldn't agree more. That's actually, that's, that's, yeah, that's, I couldn't agree more because that's actually one of the things that we were talking about either last week or the week before was that Halo Infinite didn't look amazing. And maybe, and, and that's one of the things that I surmised was maybe, maybe going too high on the FPS is, is a reason why it didn't look so great. And I guess that having just come off of the PlayStation 4 and games like Ghost and Last of Us 2, that looks so visually stunning and realistic, or as realistic as you can get. Uh, that's why Halo was such a disappointment. But I know that like a lot of Microsoft Xbox fans swear by that. Well, yeah, but the FPS. But it's like, okay, but are you are you giving are you putting all of your money into getting these great frames per second versus uh, what it actually looks like? And for me, I'd, I'd much rather have a game that's visually stunning, you know, and that seeing vistas that our eyes are never going to see, seeing worlds and planets and, and universes that, you know, you can only imagine, like things like that that look so amazing. And But no, but hey, you know what? But we're got 120 frames per second. <laughs> it's like, okay, what, what does that do for my gameplay? I, not, I, not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think to be played devil's advocate too is I think that, that could just be one of the differentiators between Xbox and PlayStation is that PlayStation does try to wow you with these very detailed graphically and story wise, you know, games where Xbox is trying to focus more on this multiplayer community, you know, games for everybody type shtick. And that's, that could be why we're seeing this, then spend that, that extra, power there on the multiplayer or not uh, or on the world but but hey you know i'm i don't run a multi-million dollar corporation selling video games uh i sit here and i talk about it so what do i know right but so i'm i'm, I'm curious i know we've already kind of like discussed some of the the things of this stuff with the new generation coming out the ps5 and the x series with the series x I, I know you're an Xbox guy. I know you're, you're a big Microsoft fan, but I know you also have a PS4 Pro. PS4. Why? Where, oh, you just have a PS4? Okay. Where, where are you at on this new generation? I mean, are you, are you after the showcases for the games that, that have been offered up? Are you like, no, I'm still going full-on Xbox uh, Series X? Or are you like, no, I'm, I'm leaning towards the PS5? It's not something that we've, we've talked about even off air, we haven't had that discussion, so I'm just curious. Yeah, so I'm I'm after watching both showcases. I guess it's gonna be interesting to see what the actual final price is gonna is gonna look like. Um, so they announced... they're both they're both five hundred dollars. They're both five hundred dollars. So price isn't isn't the issue. They're both five hundred dollars. So if they're both five hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I might end up leaning more towards the Xbox just because that's kind of where most of my games are anyway. I really like what they're doing with Game Pass. I like how accessible everything is. Um, I really feel that the value proposition for Game Pass is just a deal you can't... It's an offer you can't refuse. I mean, what, 50 bucks mm -hmm. a month and you get games on any device, including with the streaming bundled in now. So, um, But more than that, it comes back to Halo for me. And... My wife and I have played through every single Halo game together, co-op, with the exception of 5, because it doesn't have couch co-op. So with Halo Infinite going couch co-op, 
that's it's such a major draw for someone like me because that's that's literally our first dates were playing halo you know so um so there's that on the flip side there are a lot of games on playstation that i really really want (laughs) (laughs) like ratchet and clank um which i'll talk more about Mm -hmm. that later um horizon zero dawn that's my wife's favorite game of all time um i'm pretty sure she likes it more than zelda i think at this point Uh, wow yeah she loves that she's a big time zelda fan that's saying a lot so um so yeah i mean i don't know it's 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 kind of ridiculous to think so if halo infinite really ends up sucking i'm gonna shoot myself in the foot because i could have just gotten a playstation and gotten games that you know I, i also really wanted so but they i don't know that's kind of where i'm at there's 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 no I don't feel there's any real major drawbacks to either console this generation. It's very interesting. I don't feel, I f- kind of feel like the console wars are kind of over at this point. And you have three different companies doing three different things in the totally same Totally different space. things. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I, will, I will tell you that, interesting, uh, most true gamers are playing on a couple of consoles. They usually either have an Xbox and a Switch, or they have a Switch and... It's yeah. I, I don't know why that is, but it just seems like that's the way everything's going. Everybody wants to have that thing on the go that the Switch provides, uh, that you can also play on the big screen at home, and then have a dedicated console, whether it's a Xbox or a PlayStation. I think that's going to continue. That's not going to change. Now with this next generation, I've just I, I've just started the whole having an Xbox and having Game Pass. And I'll tell you what, I'm definitely a Sony pony because of the types of games that, that PlayStation puts out. Yeah. But there is, a, there is a part of me, albeit a small part, that's saying, man, I really do love the value that Xbox is giving. Now, is that, is that me saying I'm willing to play different types of games and go with the Xbox? Probably not, because... I'm I'm a PlayStation guy. I like those types of games that PlayStation puts out. Those AAA, you know, main party titles like the the Last of Us and the Red Dead. And I know that Red Dead uh, was on Xbox as well. But I mean, it's just those types of games are the games I want. Those big, epic, beautiful games. And I just don't see Xbox providing that right now. Now maybe maybe that's something that'll come with all the studios they're they're snatching up. But I just don't see a lot of those types of games. And, you know, you very well could be right on that last point there. Um, when you go back and you watch that showcase, I don't think right now, like right at launch, you're going to get those big titles, same as with PlayStation. But if you look at games like Avowed, right, that's going to be like the OG Skyrim. Like basically, but Obsidian out, but I've heard it said, Obsidian out Bethesda's Bethesda. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they, they, they make the good, they're going to make Skyrim as great as it is. They're going to blow it out of the water with a vow because they're the ones that actually truly know how to do it right. Uh, you also got uh, Fable being made, which is going to be a little bit different. Um, and then you still kind of have your more dramatic games, like The Medium, which is a sci-fi horror. Um, but interesting to note, you one thing about Red Dead is that you like Red Dead because it's big and it's beautiful and it's got a good story. Red Dead's gonna look better on an Xbox because the hardware is better. So like those big time third party games, 
or third yeah those big third party games that look just as good as any sony first party games are going to be better on the xbox um and to further that you kind of don't even need an xbox to play them you just need game pass so <laughs> like mm-hmm. you just need game pass and a phone and you can play it right there yeah. <laughs> like well, and i have yet to play red dead redemption 2 on the xbox but i know that's actually offered up on game pass and i'm actually planning on downloading it when i get back to the house tonight because i was hoping to start on the um on uh, the online i've got a friend who has an xbox has been waiting for me to get the xbox and he's like hey they got that dlc on the online but you have to get a couple of hours into it and stuff like that so i'll be downloading that and hopefully that's something i can talk about this next week is Going back to the old Red Dead, I'm gonna try try uh, the online multiplayer. That'd be awesome. Yeah, if you can do that, I I really hope you can do that for the show because I really want to hear your thoughts on that because I haven't tried it yet. I've been playing. Okay. I've been playing other big open world games. <laughs> gotta get my <laughs> gotta get caught up. But uh, but yeah, so that's Xbox. That's Halo Infinite. Um, comes out later this year. Uh, so look for it at launch with the Xbox. Hopefully. Unless they have some sort of crazy announcement that, hey, that Halo Infinite game's not actually going to launch with uh, the Xbox Series X. Sorry. Um, I keep looking down at my phone expecting to have a big announcement that that uh, Garrett and Trudy have had a baby. Um, or that they need me to, like, leave here and go help. You know, so I don't, I don't, <laughs> I keep waiting on the, you know, hey, JJ, we need your expertise, you know. JJ. We need you. I just, we need you. And, and like, nobody's ever said that phrase before, so I just I want to hear it one time in my life. Well, you know what I mean? I just one you. time. I need you right oh, now. Oh, thank you. this episode. Right. Heck yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to our last news piece here. Um, it's about, uh, it's from Game Rant. Marvel's Avengers, which is a game we all know that comes out in a few weeks. Um, officially add Spider-Man as a PlayStation exclusive. Um, this is written by, by oh Dennis Con- or Denny Connolly. Uh, rumors and leaks surrounding the appearance of Spider-Man and Crystal Dynamics' upcoming Marvel Avengers have been all over the place over the last few days. An early leak suggested Spider-Man would be a PS4 exclusive for the multiplayer action game, but the intel seemed to be debunked shortly afterwards started to spread. Now, just a day later, an official blog post from the developer arrives uh, where did I, I lost my train of thought. Uh, to confirm that Spider-Man is coming to the game as a PS4 exclusive, after all. Uh, the title is still planning to launch with a core group of six playable Avengers characters, and last week's War Table revealed that Hawkeye will be the first post-launch hero to be added to the game. Today's update brings confirmation of the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man to the lineup, as well as, as well, and reveal that Peter Parker's alter ego will arrive as a PlayStation exclusive in 2021. This will be a Crystal Dynamics' own take on the iconic web slinger, and his arrival in Marvel's Avengers will coincide with an event full of challenges that will likely help the player get acquainted with the character's primary abilities and skills. Um, the article goes on to say that this Spider-Man will not be... This, so basically that means that this Spider-Man will not be the Insomniac Spider-Man. Like if you've played that one. Uh, and that's exactly where I was going to go with it right now, was I wonder if it's going to be anything like Insomniac. Is not. Yeah, they yeah they go on to say uh, this new Spider-Man has a lot to work. There's a lot to work to do in order to live up to the web slinging 
to the web slinging that takes place in Insomniac Spider-Man, although there are a few minor team-up moments in Spidey's solo PS4 adventure, The Real Room, for, for a different take on Spider-Man this time around comes from seeing how the character will interact with players and their abilities. Um, so, so yeah, um, that's pretty exciting news. Uh, the article or the announcement doesn't say again that if it's going to be a time exclusive or not. Um, but for right now it is exclusive to PlayStation. So, uh, this will not be in the Xbox version if you don't have, if, so I guess if I pick this game up, I'm going to have to pick it up on PlayStation because I really want that Spider-Man in there. Although I don't have PS Plus, <laughs> so I can't play multiplayer anyway. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I let it expire because I'm like I only ever play single-player games on here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I don't know, JJ. What are you? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So actually, I I had heard this and I didn't read the article, but I heard that this was going to happen, and I had a picture in my head that it was Insomniac Spider-Man in the game. And I'll tell you what, like, I got really excited. I love Spider-Man from Insomniac. Really looking forward to Miles Morales. I think that's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I don't know if you watched it, but Into the Spider-Verse has been on oh, in my house so many times. Uh, I took my son to go watch it. Had a blast watching it in the theater. And he loves it, dude. Like, he's watched that movie so many times it's the best five story. six times easy it's, the best <laughs> it's fantastic it's fantastic and and you know what it actually made him want to come home and play the spider-man game and uh and i love the spider-man game i did say one thing about the spider-man game that seemingly really upset garrett and i'll i'll bring it up again just because i love bringing up stuff that upsets garrett but i said <laughs> but i said that you know what Spider-Man is like. This game is almost like a reskin, an updated reskin of the Batman Arkham Knight games. And he got so mad. And I'm like, no, it's like almost the exact same fighting style and everything else. It's like every aspect of it is the same. And and he's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure like it's pretty much the exact same game and then he got really pissed because he loves spider-man and i'm like look i love spider-man i'm not saying that it wasn't a great game i'm saying you could draw parallels with the gameplay and he's like well that's just superhero games okay all right garrett we'll we'll agree to disagree (laughs) but i I love you i love i I love those games i love the you know the the games the arkham games uh arkham asylum and, and all that but I'm just like, no, I, after playing those games a couple of months before playing Spider-Man, almost identical with the fight style and everything else. It's like, I'm surprised it's not made by the same people. Yeah. No, I think you know? uh, you're 100% right. I think the only thing that uh, Spider-Man does different than Batman would be stealth. Like, stealth in that game oh, yeah. is, like, nearly non-existent. <laughs> you don't really need uh, a lot of stealth. For Batman, you know, you always have those missions where it's like, oh, yeah, you got stealth in this one, and you don't got stealth in this this mission. Where, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, come on now, dude. It's like this exact same. It's the exact same game. Yeah. So I'm excited. And, and again, that, that's not bad mouthing the Batman games either, because no. I can. I love those games. Those games are phenomenal. A lot of fun. They're just a past generation, that's and they nice. feel bulky in comparison. Absolutely. Exactly. Like it's that's a that's a praise to the Spider-Man game because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, 
you know that game that was really good? Spider-Man's like that game that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so as far as like the, the Avengers game, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I've, I've still got the PS Plus, so I look forward to being able to play it. I think, it, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, actually. And I I was kind of worried, like, you know, anytime that they, they take an IP like that, it's like, oh, it's probably just going to get slapped on and kind of be garbage. But, um, you know, I, I, think, I think this should be good. But it, it does have uh, big shoes to fill with the Spider-Man character being added to, to the uh, to the lineup, the Avengers and stuff like that, just because of how well Spider-Man has been loved on for the Insomniac game, you know. So, yes, yeah. but we shall see. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped for it. I really hope it 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 uh, it does well. I don't think it's, it's going to be interesting. All the marketing around this game. Um. I have my res- I have my reservations about whether or not it's actually going to be a good game. I've seen some of the gameplay and I like some of the concepts they're trying to do. It's just going to be interesting to see how it all kind of plays out together um, for a solid straight campaign. You know what I mean? So, because mm-hmm. um, I feel like you already kind of have a game like that. You have Marvel Ultimate Alliance that already does it really well. So this one feels more like a photorealistic. Like it's trying to be the movies, but it's not trying to be the movies. Yeah, you know, so I don't know. I'm excited for it. It'll be cool. Um, I've said that about everything we've talked about. Yeah, I'm excited, and it'll be cool. <laughs> You're an excitable guy, brother. You think everything's cool. That's because you you are cool, my friend. Well, thank you, JJ. I appreciate that, my friend. Yeah, you. I'm you. So, so yeah, uh, that is all the news we have this week. Um. We'll talk about more of that stuff next week. Right now, it's going to get into our Patreon ad. I'm going to plug our Patreon here for a second. If you want to help us out and you really enjoy the content we make on a weekly basis and you want to get it, get access to it early, then all you got to do is subscribe for a buck a month. That's right, $1. Not a deer, not an actual literal buck, but a figurative buck a month. And with that, you get a virtual high five. Ah, see? Psyched you out. You thought you were going to get one, but you got to pay us a dollar a month first. Um, early access to the ad-free audio version, and Super Gamer Fans Discord title to show off on your support. Show off your support on your Discord server. Uh, for $5 a month, you can be an honorary Super Gamer Boy. Uh, you get all the previous benefits of being a Super Gamer fan. Access to our run of show notes before the episode records, so you can kind of drop us in comments, uh, tell us how you feel about certain topics, suggest questions. Um, your name would be in the episode descriptions and uh, the honorary Super Gamer Fans Discord title to show off your support in the Discord server as well so you get a level up on that you actually would get a cooler one than uh, the Super Gamer Fan one different color it's really cool and then obviously there's Super Gamer Sponsor like our boy Adrian Holmes the sponsor mm-hmm. um, and uh, you get to shout it on the show uh, Discord title show off your support um and you can be a producer as well, which is at our $15 a month tier, which lets you actually recommend segments. I mean, if you want me to wear a clown outfit or talk about my affinity for The Conjuring and all the movies in that universe, I would gladly do that for you. Okay, if you want me to talk yep. about my methods on how to change my baby's diapers or yep. JJ's diapers, I can do that. Yes, and... And that he just calls the wife and says, come in here and change JJ's diapers. That's how he does it. But you know what? I, I don't know if we've talked about it lately, 
Don't forget the new $2 tier. It's what we call the cookie tier. So if you want me to come to your house and eat cookies in your bed, I'm leaving crumbs. Also, by the way, you have to provide the cookies. For $2 a month, I'm doing that. And you might want to tell the spouse that because it could totally get weird. Just say Weird, weird. Real quick, we're a little after yeah. showing this one off. But hey, if you're into that sort of thing, drop us $2 a month. JJ will show up, eat cookies in your bed. And uh, life will be just peachy king in your household. I'm sure of it. Nothing could possibly go wrong. What could possibly go wrong? I can't think of a single thing. Anyway. Let's get back to the show. So, this week, new releases. We got Yakuza Kiwami 2 dropped on the Xbox One. July uh, came out on July 30th. Uh, part of the Yakuza uh, franchise. It's... It's a it's a franchise that is just like so over the top. I don't know, JJ, if you've seen any of the Yakuza games. Uh, I've played the Yakuza Five, I think. Okay. Uh, it might have been Yakuza Six. It was one of those free titles on PS Plus, uh, maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I did not like it. I it basically I I don't understand it. It's very Japanese, yeah. and so you you go into like different shops and you beat the heck out of people. And you're like basically like beating them up. They're like covering and you're kicking them and hitting them. It's like Japanese. for the Yakuza, which is the Japanese mafia. And it's very much like a Japanese GTA. And it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And um, I, I just kind of rage quit it like God of War. I just I didn't play that much. No, I, but I didn't, I didn't find a whole lot of fun in the game. So yeah, Yakuza game's not, not for me. Yeah, interesting you say that. I keep looking at it like, I might have fun with this. I don't know. But, hey, if Yakuza is your thing, it just came out on Xbox One this week. Or the second one did. I think it's a port um, or something. And then uh, another one that came out was Fall Guys Ultimate Knockback. PlayStation 4 and PC, August 4th. Uh, I know absolutely nothing about that. I think uh, Adrian Holmes tweeted about it. I think it came to PlayStation Plus recently. Maybe? Um, yes. It did. Okay. So, yeah, the Fall yeah. Guys... Check it out. Could be cool, could be not. Let us know your thoughts. If you have any thoughts on it, drop us your comments in the Discord. We'll be sure to discuss it here on the show. We'll do like a mailbag. That's what I want to do. I'll do like a mailbag type thing on here. Oh, yeah. That was so fun. I just want to just go through question after question, answer it all on there. So let me know. And, uh, yeah. Um, Dude, you got to come up with like a cool mailbag song. That you sing because honestly, Zetch, I'm just catching it right now. You kind of look like Steve from Blues Clues. I'm just saying, dude. You got like a weird, freaky Blues Clues thing going on. I've been. And it never fails. It's Typhoon. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Well, if it's, uh, you know, if we're going to do a Super Game Mail mailbag, then. And I'm, You're going to shake, like, you're I, shake I, the beer and you got to do Steve. I got it. Yeah, I got to do, uh, what's the mailbox song in that? Oh, it's a uh, mail time. <laughs> That's what it'll be. <laughs> you think we'll get sued by Nickelodeon for that? I don't know. We'll find out. No, I don't find think out so. on the next episode yeah. of Sue Gamer Voice. <laughs> but uh, we'll read the we'll read the legal letter on on the uh, on the air. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. So, but yeah, shoot us, uh, drop us some uh, questions or comments. I'll read anything you guys drop in there, and we'll talk about it. Because um, I got a feeling Garrett's going to be out for at least another week since he's mm-hmm. since he's physically giving birth to a baby right now. It's crazy. It's like, yep. it's like yep. uh, 
What's that movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito? Junior. Junior. The movie Junior. It's like that. Yeah. That's what's happening to JJ right or Garrett right now. Not JJ. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pregnant right now. I don't know, you know. <laughs> Just saying. Not related. Not related. Not related at all. So, no. um, oh yeah. So, all right. Let's move on. Uh, what you playing? Uh, JJ, you said you haven't had a chance to play anything. I haven't had a chance to play anything. I've just I've watched a couple of things this week. A couple of things that I got a chance to watch. Obviously, I watched Spaceballs that I hadn't watched in years and years. And then uh, I also watched a really interesting show that a friend of mine, a very good friend, was telling me, uh, Love on the Spectrum. And so it's a, a TV show um, based on people who have autism that are looking for love and how they communicate and interact with each other. And there's like five or six episodes on the first season, which is on Netflix right now. It's a Netflix exclusive. Mm -hmm. And I went into it with an open mind and man, I got to tell you, it's a beautiful show. It's, it's, it's a documentary following around these people. And some of them have a really hard time interacting and socializing with others and how they attempt to try to, to socialize with the opposite sex or with, you know, potential suitors. And it's painful to watch. It's very painful to watch, but it's, but it's intriguing where you can't turn away. It's like a car accident. You know, um, I, have, I have family members who have autism and uh, I see some traits in some of the things that I saw on screen, but these are people with uh, some severe autism, some that you're like, I don't see them being different. I don't get it. You know, you're like, they seem so normal, but they, they're on the spectrum. And it's, it's really, really interesting. It's a cool little documentary. It's like I said, it's only five or six episodes and it, each one are pretty benchable, 45 minutes or so, maybe 50 minutes. It's worth giving it a, giving it a look. And if you like to watch uh, watch cool stuff that pulls on the old heartstring. Okay, yeah, I was seeing that kind of tickle my Twitter feed earlier today, so I was kind of wondering what that was. That it sounds what I kind of thought it would be it would be like a you know like a reality show based around mm-hmm. lots of people trying to get love, which is awesome. That'd be really yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's interesting. I'll check that one out once I know with Umbrella Academy and the Boys that comes out later this month. <sighs> JJ, have you watched the Boys yet? Have you had a chance to watch I have not watched The Boys at all. I've never seen any of it. But is it is it really something I need to check out, huh? Okay, so Umbrella Academy or The Boys? Which one should I go watch? Uh, do you have access to Amazon Prime? Yes. Uh, so that tells me you're going to say go watch The Boys, right? The Boys is seriously <laughs> some of the best television I've watched in eons. Oh, wow. So, okay. Uh, it is definitely rated M. <laughs> Okay. Are do not watch it for yeah. your kids. There's some pretty grotesque moments that go down in that show. But okay. um, so I, I will go watch it because I I heard about it. I don't know anything about it, but I know it's supposed to be about superheroes. If there was one show that I would say was the best the best writing that I've I've seen in a while. Uh, there's three seasons. It just got canceled. Ozark. And actually, it's very, very much, it's very much like, it's very much like a Breaking Bad. It's one of the greatest TV shows I've ever seen. It's got Jason Bateman. It got canceled. They did three seasons of it. They might have filmed the fourth season, but it's Netflix, the curse of the three seasons where they, uh, where they basically don't want to pay 
the the fees that cost and, and are encumbered by a fourth season of a show. So they end up canceling shows when they're really, really highly rated, when they, they don't have quite enough people watching, but they have just enough to where it's like they can go out on top and then we don't have to pay the, the fees or whatever. And Netflix keeps the views of their shows pretty close to the vest. So there's really no telling, but I got to tell you, if you like Breaking Bad, which I loved Breaking Bad, I binge watched through that whole series twice. And I just couldn't believe that. That to me has been the greatest TV show I've ever seen. Ozark is very close to being the second greatest TV show that I've ever seen. Um, It's just incredible. And it's of the same line with the drugs, the cartel, um, with an anti-hero. And when I say the anti-hero, what I mean by that is somebody who is... Um, who's trying to keep his family safe. He's, he's uh, hiding out in the Ozarks and uh, laundering money. He's a brilliant money launderer, and he's laundering money for a Mexican drug cartel. And then they're encumbering on the areas of the, the, the people who are in the Ozarks that sell heroin and poppies. And, and, like, so those, and then also... The, the Kansas City mob, you know, gets in and wants a piece of the action and what they're doing. And, oh, it's just incredible. Just an incredible, the, the character developments on that show and the things that happen are just, so. Well, Jason Bateman's also really good. We ended up finishing The He's Outsider, amazing. Which, is, which has him mm-hmm. in that. Have you watched that on HBO? No. Uh-uh. So we finally finished The Outsider, which I know is kind of like, I don't know, six months or whatever. It's eight months now, too late. Um, Stephen King... Very creepy. Very good. Especially Ben Mendelsohn's character in that show. Just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, along the same lines of just like Jason Bateman being like a total baller of an actor. Dude. He's the, he's the best. He just absolutely went from being a, a child actor in Teen Wolf 2 and, and stuff like that to just honestly being one of the best actors there is right now working today. Hey, uh, I'll have to check damn. that out. Damn Jam Gent just dropped us a line on the chat. What's up, my man? How are you? Yeah, we're doing a live one. It's not going to be here permanently. We're only doing this just as a means to record. And then we'll probably end up going <laughs> back to uh, non-live shows. But this is kind of how we're going to have to divvy out the podcast until... Beautiful. <laughs> until I love it because... <laughs> I love it because Dan is actually... Uh, I don't know if you've heard... But he apparently talks like a really bad version of Jason Statham. Like a, a cheap really Jason good St- version of Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, it could, it could, depending on how your viewpoint is, it could be very, very good, yes. It sounds like, a, sounds like an intelligent Jason Statham to me. So, and there you go. His, his, his better half has a hell of a voice, by the way. If you've never seen his you Twitter, that. I I'm that. telling you, like, I'm, like, shockingly beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have, have to check out yeah. her Twitter feed and see what's up. She might be blind. I'm not really sure if she's ever seen Dan before or not. She might. I didn't see a white cane and like with a red tip or anything. I don't. Maybe they don't do that in Wales. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but maybe they just they're not allowed to have white canes. I mean, I don't. I'm not really sure. Oh man. But no, we we appreciate the support, Dan. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah. So anyway, let's get back into it. Uh, what I've been playing is I got a couple games to catch on real quick. Um, oh, Jan, Dan says, all good here. Just doing the last hour of my night shift. Yes, I do indeed do sound like a bad Jason Statham. Don't be so hard on yourself, Dan. I think so. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> How 
have some confidence. Now I want to hear him. So I want him on the show. That would be can I. In fact, tell him that we'd like to have him on a special episode if we could figure out the whole time change thing, which we're not really good at math. But Garrett and I was talking about having Adrian and Dan on an episode where we did a special extra episode based on Last of Us 2. Uh, just on people who have played and beaten last of us too that'd be awesome dan says well the mating ritual over here in wells is blindfold matchmaking <laughs> okay that makes so much sense <laughs> that makes so much sense i love it i love that it that didn't make its way to america yet <laughs> no if things keep going the way they are it, it might just have to <laughs> yeah, me personally i just go with tranquilizer darts tranquilizer darts help so much like Boom. done yeah, yeah. Done. Even when you tag with the dart, that's the one that yeah. you get. You get married too. <laughs> and they and they get really weird if you start tagging multiple. Like it's like a, it's like a whole thing. But whatever. It's, <laughs> I got tri- I got trigger happy. I don't know. Yeah, right. Right. You you know here's a I'm gonna I'm gonna derail for a second. I want all the gentlemen out there to take a second and think about this. Okay. I know. Y'all want to be like, oh, it'd be crazy to have like multiple wives because you have multiple partners, blah, blah, blah. Any man that's ever had one wife knows that having more than one is a bad idea. Be careful. Zach, be careful. You might, you might, you might, you might, you might get in trouble, buddy. Careful, careful. I'm fortunate enough to have like an amazing wife. I My wife is absolutely awesome. If I had, like, I'm not going to say I wish I had two of her because I don't, just because I love the one so much. But. To the, to the average guy out there, just do yourself a favor and think that one through a little bit better, okay? So I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Dan says we're the future over here. Yes, you are, Dan. <laughs> in, more, in more ways than one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yes. So, uh, but yeah, I, let's go ahead and uh, progress here a little bit. I've been playing this game called Blasphemous on uh, Steam, and it's a side-scrolling Castlevania, Metroidvania type game where you play as this this knight called the penitent and you're trying to rid the world of some crazy weird religion or sin i can't put my finger on it i just know this game is just wildly weird like it is it's basically castlevania if castlevania didn't have any hope in it (laughs) like it is it is a dark game it is dark and it is violent, which is saying a lot because it's actually in this pixel art. Like, it's just pixels. And it is just... The sound design in it is really good. And it is gro- grotesque. And mm-hmm. I I don't know why I keep playing it. Just because it is so <laughs> gross. Uh-huh. I think I'm just so intrigued by what I'm watching that I gotta figure out what is... It's like watching a, a, a Tim Burton film. You're like, this okay. is this is so weird... I gotta find out. I gotta figure out why this is so weird. And you keep going through the whole movie, and you're like, "No, it's just it's just weird. It's just weird." Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of how much, there, but it's weird. How much did you pick it up for? Was it on a good sale? Uh, so I got it on Steam as a part of a humble bundle deal. Um, so which anybody doesn't know what humble bundle is, it's like twelve bucks a month, and you get to play. Um, yeah, they give you like you know twelve, ten to twelve games a month for free. Or not for free, but for twelve bucks a month, and a lot of them they usually have some pretty trip, big AAA titles. Like I know Shadow of uh, Tomb Raider was a game in there, uh, the Bioshock Collection was a game. They usually have one big major title with a bunch of tiny little titles, 
or like two or three fairly popular tiny titles and a bunch of other tinier titles so you get a pretty good bang for your buck on a monthly basis like hands down you can always guarantee you're going to make a pretty good deal get a pretty good deal but uh, so i picked it up through that and then i was like i saw that it was on sale on sale on the nintendo eShop, and so i picked it up on there for like seven bucks and uh and yeah i don't know i think i actually i haven't decided which platform i'm playing it on more it's both good but anyway I can't recommend it or not. If you're into that sort of thing, go check out the trailer and maybe you'll enjoy it. But if you like Metroidvania, you'll like this game. It does a lot of the Metroidvania stuff really well with like the exploration and uh, the upgrades and this uh, and, and the, the usual tropes, you know, boss fights, um, things like that. So interesting story, really weird, just weird. But um, also, real quickly, I wanted to touch on Ratchet and Clank for PlayStation 4. I finally beat it with my kids. It was awesome. It's like playing a Pixar movie. In fact, my mom came over for a couple of seconds while I was playing with the kids. She's like, what movie is this? I was like, oh, this is a game. Oh, wow. <laughs> I go, this is actually a game. She's like, this is a game? This is like a movie. <laughs> I'm like, right? Wow. Did you did you pick up a digital copy of copy of Ratchet and Clank? Or... I yeah, I came. Uh, no, no, I don't actually have a, I have a physical disc. That's mm-hmm. I have a physical disc version of that, and um, so, yeah, so I don't know if you. Because I was I was I was looking to borrow it if you get if you got it because I've been wanting I've been wanting the boy to play it and, and myself too, but yeah that'd be awesome. Yeah I'm yeah you can totally borrow it totally yours. Um, I'm so good at borrowing games by the way I'm like so good at like giving games back and like that's I would only loan it to you knowing that I beat it if it was a game that I haven't beaten I. I <laughs> oh no. No, there would be no faith. <laughs> That's just how I am with all my games. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But um, anyway, Dan's ears must have been burning because he actually gave us the question of the show. And it says, Jim, my better half, is asking about the three of you. Asking, is asking, could the three of you please reenact the Honeybee in Dance from Final Fantasy VII Remake, please? Dan, the answer to that question is sure if you were a Patreon producer. Which you're not. So no, we're not doing that. Um, but on a more serious note, he goes on, he wants to know if uh, we could list our favorite characters of the original Street Fighter. Did I lose you, JJ? Are you gone? JJ's gone. Hey, yeah, there you go. There you are, JJ. Uh, so, he wants us to list our favorite characters from the original Street Fighter. Our favorite character from the original Street Fighter. Blanca. Blanca. I, I loved Blanca. Because I I resonated with that character when I was a kid. Because I always felt like I was short and stocky. And so, that was the character that I saw myself in if I were a bad butt. You know, if I were cool and whatnot. Yeah. I would feel like I turn into a Blanca, you know, that's just, that's always, that's always who I saw myself as. Um, so I would say that's probably my favorite, my favorite of the Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm nothing but like Blanca, by the way. I'm really nothing like him at all. You don't turn green and go electric? <laughs> I do not do that. I've never done that yet. I'm mean, yet. <laughs> um... That's cool. Now, Blanca was always a good classic. 
I always enjoyed playing as Blanca. I think my favorite, like if we're going off of uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Ultra Turbo, the one with like all the characters in it, my favorite character would probably have to be Fei Long. Okay. Uh, just because I really loved how Bruce Lee he was, like just like super fast, mm-hmm. fist with the turn into fire. Um, so I'm so bad. I actually thought you were talking about the girl, the female character, for a second. I couldn't remember Chun Li. Chun Li, yes. I thought you were saying Chun Li, basically. So I was like, okay, so you're one of those. Okay, all right. Hey, she's not a bad character either. But my favorite was probably Fei Long. I also really had an affinity for Sagat. Mm-hmm. Just because I loved how huge and hulking and scary he was. Like, everything that I am not. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> what? Doubt that. But yeah, I'd have to say Fei Long. <clears throat> right on. Yeah. So. See, we didn't go for the easy answers. The easy answers would have been, you know, the, the main characters and stuff. Yeah. We didn't do that. Ryu. You know, because I mean, everybody loves Ryu. For sure. Yeah, I think that that's actually what Garrett was going to say. In fact, let's just say that's what Garrett said. No, he would have been a little more white bread. He would have, been, he would have said Ken. <laughs> he would have said Ken. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's Guile. hilarious. But yeah. No, Guile, I can see that for sure. I, I, don't, I was a big fan of Street Fighter II um, on, on the Sega Genesis. So I played it. I think that was Turbo. Uh, I know that Genesis and the S and the SNES had different versions of basically the same game. Um, but I played it on the Genesis because that's what I had. Yeah. See, I played and, it on uh, uh, Dan says, haha, awesome. Chun-Li is Jim's favorite character. Well, there you go. Nice. Now, nice. Who's, your, who's your favorite Mortal Kombat character? Um... Mortal Kombat. You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't know any of the characters off the top of my head. I didn't get to play that very much. Oh. I played a little bit in the very beginning, but I never was a huge fan oh. of Mortal Kombat. Oh, have you played any of the new ones? No, like Eleven that just came out and stuff like that. No, I, I didn't. The- I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of the fighters of the fighter games. Like you know, that's something that was very popular when I was a kid. Yeah. But not, not, not now. You might like these because they have very good stories. Like Injustice and Mortal Kombat mm. have these very well-woven, very cinematic stories. Mm-hmm. You might, you might consider it. I don't know. Check it out. I did think Injustice looked really good. Injustice, Injustice looked, awesome. looked really good. Was it? See, I haven't tried it. But... Evil. Dude, mm-hmm. nothing scarier than. I kind of. I kind of do because I love Superman and I know you're a big fan of the guy I call the Cape Crusader. I don't know what you call him, but I call him the Cape Crusader. Of course, Garrett doesn't know that. You call him that. The Dark Knight, some people call him Batman to others. Yeah. Um, I just feel like in Superman versus Batman, it's not Batman versus Superman. It's Superman versus Batman. The Superman should have technically just beat the crap out of Batman. He can't. This is my personal. You can't be the crap out of Batman. He's way too smart. Yeah, but Superman is Superman, and you just can't beat him. And that's the whole thing. Is like he can't. he's uh, so... it's called the Kryptonite. <clears throat> Literally, Superman is weak. Yeah, yeah. The only reason that Batman won in that movie was because it was a movie, and that movie's fake. Okay. No, in real life, Superman would kick the crap out of Batman. No, you read the com- if you, you clearly you haven't read the comics, Superman. I have not read the comics. I guess. 
That's true. For a man that's that true. Not... For a man that has X-ray vision, like you'd think he'd be able to see freaking kryptonite from like a mile away. Also, Dan says, right. shame to say that he hasn't played any Mortal Kombat's, but he's tempted to dive in. Uh, Dan, my man, gent, if you get a chance to play Mortal Kombat 10, start with 10. Ah, well, actually, no, you could technically go back to the 360 Mortal Kombat. It's when they really started getting clever. Um, but definitely, definitely play 10 and then play two and then play through 11. You'll, if you like good stories, the new ones are very much dialed in. Very much. They're really good. Yeah. I, I, it's probably a good idea since we have the live chat going on because we're doing this currently on Twitch. It'll be coming out on the podcast forum uh, later on tonight or whatever. Um, it's probably a good idea to bring up to Dan that uh, Garrett and I have talked about doing Super Gamer Boys in in the UK. So us just going over there, it's like going to be similar. Think, think a European vacation with Chevy Chase. So Zetch, myself, and Garrett are going to do like a, a crazy hospital type thing. When we go to the UK and we hang out at your house, Dan, and also, by the way, we're going to want to eat uh, cookies in, in your bed. So I'm just, I don't know why that's a thing, but think European vacation. Hilarity is going gonna, is gonna to go crazy. There's going to be all kinds of wacky, zany stuff. And uh, you can show us all the sites over there. It's going to be crazy not. Just saying. So, yeah. And also, yeah, I hope you guys have cookies at the house. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Post so just make sure. So don't worry about thinking out. Don't worry about playing anything soon. So. No, and we can wear masks. I mean, I'm fine. Are you going to eat cookies with a mask? I already... Like a horse? Oh, I can't. Mask? I can't. I just cut a little hole in the mask, and I'll just shove them in like a, like a mail slot. <laughs> it's the mail! You know, I'll just put them in like a mail slot. Yeah. Perfect. Um, well, that's about all the time we have for tonight. Um, this was always a pleasure, my man. Uh, thank you so much. It's also nice doing a little chat with Dan. Like, I'm really happy he was able to join. Definitely. It's like having Dan bar. Absolutely. He's, like he's here with us right now. Definitely. Uh, so thank you everybody for listening. Be sure to go back to our Patreon. Uh, give us give us some support over there. It'd be great. We love doing giveaways. Uh, which we just we did one giveaway so far, but we really want to do more, uh, preferably with uh, bigger prize pools. So. You know, the more people that sign up, more people that subscribe. Be sure to share the podcast with your friends. Tell them how awesome and cool we are. And uh, be sure to rate us on your podcasting uh, client of choice. Um, that helps us grow in the algorithm so that we can actually get noticed by the people. Um, and uh, hopefully spread the word of how super gamerness can come to a super gamer home near them. And uh, yeah. be sure to follow us on... Uh, our various <clears throat> social channels. You can follow Garrett at on Twitter at G Morling. You can follow myself at Zetch Keenan. Uh, also on Twitter, uh, JJ. Where can people find you around the internet? Uh, you can always find me on the Twitter uh, at JJ Purdom. Uh, check him out there, and also obviously be sure to follow Super Gamer Boys at Super Gamer Boys on Twitter and the Insta, and also Facebook.com/slash. Super Gamer Boys. Yeah, that's right. You got it. So we have uh, access to, we have rights to all those URLs. No underscores, no periods, no dashes, just straight Super Gamer Boys. Because that's a Yeah, we own it. We are. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you also to Star Andrews for our logo. Check out her Instagram at ground floor, gl- at blah, 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 at ground floor graphics slash Facebook at, or and Facebook at facebook.com slash ground floor graphics. 
Yeah, Garrett has been saying that same statement for two years, dude, and he still like fumbles over it each and every week, and I love it. It's my favorite thing to watch him go like that. Let his tongue get in the way. But this was a fun episode, man. Maybe maybe by this time next week, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, little pictures of us holding the baby. I'm sure that they'll let us touch the baby and I don't hold babies. Be close. What? I don't. Really? Is it because of the COVID or? Unless they're my own. I I don't I don't wow. I. I I don't feel comfortable holding up somebody else's kid. I'm like, yeah, that's. I go up to people in the. I go up to people in the in the store, and I'm like, let me hold your baby. You know, like I just all I love babies, man. And I had two people call the cops. They didn't understand, but whatever. So, like, <laughs> but, but let's. I love babies. Kinda. Let's not. Let's not talk about my uh, about my legal troubles. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us this week. My name is JJ Purdom. That right there, yeah, that beautiful man. That's the host this week. That is Zetch Keenan, uh, and we will see you next time. We are the Super Gamer Boys. See ya.